It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. On today's Locked On Thunder podcast, we're joined by sellout crowds Michael Martin to hand out Christmas gifts to this Thunder roster. Who's been naughty? Who's been nice? We'll talk about it all in today's Locked On Thunder podcast. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, media member, editor-in-chief over at thunderousintentions.com. Rylan Styles, follow the show on Twitter at LOThunderPod. Email the show at LOThunderPod at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. We're joined today by Michael Martin of Sellout Crowd. Follow him on Twitter at Michael on Sports to discuss the Thunder roster, handing out gifts to this Thunder roster, favorite NBA Christmas memories, Dream Christmas matchups for the Thunder and more. Michael, how are you doing today on this marvelous Christmas day? Uh, I'm feeling great. I'm uh, happy to be on here. I am excited to talk Christmas with you. I, I have a question for you. What is your favorite Christmas movie? Yes, this is going to be foreshadowing for in the future, but my absolute favorite Christmas movie, without a shadow of a doubt, is Christmas Vacation. I think that that is the best Christmas movie and one of the best pieces of cinema ever made. So I think Christmas Vacation is the best. I want to get your favorite Christmas movie and your favorite Christmas, really everything. We're going to go through a whole Christmas day uh, coming up on this show. But Michael, we've we've been brought here together today to hand out Christmas gifts for this Thunder roster. Well, what 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 could be more fun than doing this on today of all days, Michael? I'll let you hand out the first present. Who are you giving it to? What are you giving? What's going on? Season of giving. I'm going to give it to somebody who might be a little bit of a Scrooge. I don't think he's a big Christmas guy, probably. But I want to give Mark Dagnall unlimited challenges as long as he's right in a game. Just keep going. I think that it's bad that we are punishing the best shooter in the league on this stuff for being right. And I just want to see him keep going. I know that they won't because it'll take too long and because it'll prove the refs wrong. But just let Mark unload the clip. Let's see a hunt. Let's see how many he can get in a row. This will be the new streak in the NBA. Yeah, Mark is insanely good at the challenges, and he does a great job. Uh, it's a, of course, group effort with him and the players and the coaching staff. But Mark is awesome, and I, you know, I know that you got to cut it off somewhere. But yeah, getting two in a row right, and then you're just kind of out of luck for the rest of the game. Uh, it is a little bit tough, but uh, overall. I like that initial gift. That's a really, really thoughtful gift. And I totally would agree that forward facing wise, Mark is a Scrooge, but Mark, that doesn't fool me. Okay. Behind closed doors. I guarantee you, Mark is the most softy out there that just loves all of this stuff that he poo-poos when I ask him dumb questions. You can't, you can't fool me, Mark. I'm familiar with your game uh, when it comes to 
this kind of stuff. But uh, th that's a great one to set things off. I'm setting things off with SGA. I'm going to gift SGA last year's whistle because if he got last year's whistle, he would be the best scorer in the NBA already. He already is, of course, up there as one of the best scores in the NBA. But last year's whistle is what I'm going to give to SGA. I like it. I think that we all would like to see Shea get some more of these whistles where he gets attacked. That kind of leads me. I'll transition to mine. Uh, please stop hitting Shea in the face. Uh, I'm just going to give him a face mask or something or the ability not to get smacked in the face. It feels like it's every other game. And I think we we can all agree that we're tired of it. Started with him getting like a black eye last year against Minnesota. But please stop hitting Shea in the face. So more whistles. You don't have to hit him in the face to get that whistle, but just more whistles in general and less uh, face hitting. I totally agree that like if there was a way to the, give him like a designer face mask that could just protect his uh, his face, that would be worth it because taking a lot of contact, taking a lot of contact to the head and neck area, so to say. Chet Holmgren, going to give him the lucky dice, which a little bit of a double meaning. I don't really remember why I have this as dice. Number one, you had the dice chain that he wore draft night. But I'm more so meaning because you roll dice, you know, you roll your lucky dice, roll to the rim more and get just spoon fed buckets and fill up on these easy, easy buckets. Because when he is put into pick and roll action, when they do, uh, you know, look at him at the rim, it is such easy money for this Thunder offense. I want them to continue to explore that and to uh, hone in on that as the season progresses. Yeah, I think sometimes we get caught up with how well he's been as a uh, how well he's done as a shooter that we forget that he can be a role guy, and it just we just act like it's only shooting, and it just kind of goes by the wayside of hey, he can also do this. But I'm with you; it'll make him that more uh, much more dangerous popping out if you see him rolling more. So let's roll the dice, see Chet roll a little bit more. And my last one here, I don't have the the cool sing songy like here are the dice for this or whatever. I just I want to give Isaiah Joe his groove back in the first 10 games. So his stats are pretty similar where he's averaging, he's going from like nine points a game to eight points a game. And that's in the first 10 games versus the last 10 games. But most importantly, it's a three point shooting in his last 10 games for the thunder Ryland. He's shooting 28% from three on five attempts in the first 10 games of the season. He was shooting 40%, almost six attempts. So just let's give Isaiah Joe his groove back. He doesn't have to be at a flat 40, but let's let's cut the the distance between 40 and 28. Let's let's go around like 37%. I think that's reasonable. Let's let's we're not going to spoil him with a gift that's too big, but it's something he's going to be grateful for. Yeah, I think that he deserves to get his groove back and he needs to find it uh back. I'm going to give Kendrick Williams free throw lessons cuz I I could knock down a few free throws. I need to help him uh move forward in that way. I'm going to give Isaiah Joe a coffee brand because Cup of Joe has been something that I've been hammering home for a year, and I think that he could take it to the next level if he had his own coffee brand and, and we just all really leaned into it. And then I've got two more gifts. First gift is one that's from both of us, Michael, because we both agree. To Aaron Wiggins, I'm giving him more minutes. You're You're preaching to the choir. We are the two people. If there are two Aaron Wiggins fans left in the world it's you and I it's like the the joke in um arrested development there are dozens of us dozens I tell you who are still counting on Aaron Wiggins to save basketball and just all jokes aside I think we'd all like to see Aaron Wiggins get more minutes there's hardly ever a time where you can think and just see minutes where you're like man that was a mistake why did they play him but you can count 
countless times where he's gotten in and been really effective and helped flip some games. So more Aaron Wiggins, you will never hear any issues or you'll never hear me complaining about that. And then my last gift I'm going to give out today, I'm going to give Jay Dub and Jay Will the ability to host an episode of Locked on Thunder because they have been discussing the potential of hosting a podcast, but sources have said that it's fallen through a bit. I want to give them the ability to just plop in, record the show, and then um, and then boom, we all we all get the benefit from it. So I do want to hear J Will J Dub Pod, and I uh, I'm offering up Lockdown Thunder as the as the vessel to do that uh, for them for Christmas. That's just very honorable of you. It's a kind of an Airbnb of podcasts is what you're throwing out there. Which Jalen Williams are you letting host it though? Like they're co-hosting it, but who's running the show here? running the show i'm gonna let if we want like an actual like good flowing professional pod i'm letting jay will run the show jay will a little bit more the adult in the room a little bit more straight and narrow while being sneaky funny like jay will is really funny if we want it more of a zany like oh wacky pod i'm gonna go wacky pod j-dub so it you, you know that's the beauty of the jay will j-dub pod the the the, the killer jays on the mic uh, is that they can give you the variety of if you want zany or if you want serious. Me personally, I'd have Jay Will host it because I think that Jay Will can surprise you. I think that we give a lot of credit to J Dub, rightfully so, for being like the, the the funny one and the and the outgoing one. Jay Will can really surprise people, so I'm going to put him in the host chair uh, and then let J Dub riff off of that. Not selling your stock on uh, Jay Will hosting a podcast. I see. Yeah. Dub is funny. They're both funny guys, but I'm I'm with you. You got some more role player qualities out of Jay Will. I think that makes a better host, better distributor of some of these things. And just you can't get over the smile and stuff. So I know we we can talk about this uh, at length. Uh, I just what one last thing is Kenrich Williams get a guest appearance. We get yes, Kenrich Williams. Kenrich Williams is always welcome on their pod. I'm going to speak for them on their pod and also on my pod. So they're both always welcome on on every pod. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I couldn't think of a gift for Mark other than like better music taste. Like let's, let's, let's evolve past Bruce Springsteen a little bit. And I, I'm not saying they never listen to him again, Mark, but like, let's, let's add something to the repertoire or at least let us in more. Cause I, I refuse to believe, and I'm sorry to Mark. I'm sorry to Matt and everyone else in the world who loves Bruce Springsteen. I refuse to believe that, they spend every waking moment that they're listening to music, listening to, and can you tell me the United States of America? Like that's, what are we doing? That's like, that's your peak music. That's your peak. That's what you do no matter what. Can we throw some Grateful Dead in there? Can we throw, can we throw a little, uh, little Elvis in there? Little, uh, little anything. I can't wait for that part to get clipped of you singing like Bruce Springsteen. But yeah, another gift for Mark. I'll give him like a monocle or some glasses or contacts so he doesn't have to squint as much. Maybe that's about it. Fair enough. I, I think at this point, that's part of a shtick, though. Yeah. Well, and it's not part of a shtick that he doesn't like anything yeah. newer and he just likes older music. No, that's true. That's true. This shtick, though, is the one that like, I mean, are we serious with Bruce Springsteen? Good, good artist. Again, I, I don't want to become a Bruce Springsteen like hater because that'd be such a weird thing to uh, uh, to be a hater of. But like, 
let us in a little more. Let us in a little more than just uh, than just in my hometown. I like to play basketball. I, I think that we can do better. And you'd never stand anything that's very niche or very unpopular. I know you. You'd never do that. No players, no, no teams, nothing. So of course not. No. And I, I think that I, I would like a I would like a gift for Mark to be that he has to come and listen to the Grateful Dead with me specifically. We just hang out. Just if we if guys, we hung just, out, just guys think, being dudes. Just guys being dudes listening to the Grateful Dead. I mean, <laughs> what what could be better than that Nothing. in life, really? I think a lot of the world's problems could be solved if if guys were just dudes in a room listening to the dead. You know, but we'll get more into uh, the holiday spirit. Uh, whenever, okay, I'll tell you what pushed me over the edge, though. Speaking of the holiday spirit, whenever I asked him his favorite Christmas song, and he gives me some YouTube version of Blue Christmas from Bruce Springsteen. No offense to Bruce Springsteen, but if you, if you're if you're gonna love the song Blue Christmas, I do too. Is my number one favorite Christmas song. The Elvis version's right there. Have a blue Christmas. Without you, you're all right, really, folks. You're really the wacky uh, J dub of these podcasts. So just, but I appreciate you and Mark for committing to the bit. Oh yeah, me and Mark. We if there's one thing we can do together that we are like even with, it's committing to bits. We mm-hmm. big bit guys. I feel like I feel like Mark appreciates my bits even as well. Moving on with uh, more holiday trivia and everything. We're going to talk about that coming up. But first, what it's right now. But good friends over at BetterHelp. BetterHelp is great, and goodness uh, is it, because it is fully around your schedule. That's why I love it so much. If you've if you've ever thought about you know the benefits of therapy and and, and how it can help you, and talking to someone and and wanting to to take that step, but what's been holding you back has been ah uh, I have so much on my plate. It's it's tough for me to commit the time. BetterHelp is there for you because the time commitment fully around you fully around your schedule, fully around kind of what you have caked into your life. So with BetterHelp, you go there and you fill out this questionnaire and they match you with a therapist. However, if if you're not vibing with that therapist, you can just re-roll, get a new therapist at no additional charge. And you can keep doing that until you find the therapist that you want, because eventually you'll find the licensed therapist that you think that you click with the best and you feel comfortable with and you want to move forward with. And then They'll work completely around your schedule and you can get the benefits of therapy around your life and, and, and really help you. Uh, so make sure that you uh, check it out today because no matter if it's a, if it's a gift or if it's for yourself, uh, you can get uh, this amazing offer. It is 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's LockedOnNBA today to get started at 10% off of your first month uh, at BetterHelp of Betterhelp.com slash locked on NBA. Betterhelp.com slash locked on NBA. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, we're back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. Michael, let's talk now about your favorite Christmas memories. 
Let's start with the NBA, and then you can tell us uh, if you feel comfortable some uh, other life memories that you just really enjoy about Christmas. Michael, what is your number one favorite memory when you think basketball and Christmas? That is a great question. Um, jeez, the first one that came to my mind is Russell Westbrook getting a triple double in um, Madison Square Garden. I think it was the first one in like since Wilt Chamberlain, where a guy got a triple double on Christmas. But that's just off the top of my head. But I remember Russ had the um, OKC um, Jordan 10 PEs for that game, or might have been the 10 or the the fours, or no, it was the threes, 10 or threes. But balled out in that one, and it was a uh, early signs of what to come as the new triple double king in Oklahoma City. Yeah, that is absolutely on my list. He was mopping the floor literally and yeah. figuratively in MSG. That was a fantastic moment uh, for me. I'll give you another one for me was uh, D Rose. The comeback against the Lakers was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cavs Warriors 2016 when the Cavs won by one. That was spectacular. Uh, if you have another one, you can jump in. Uh, but I also really enjoyed that Thunder Rockets game in 2017. If you remember the the game where they won 112 107 and at the end of it, Russell Westbrook is like playing defense. And like, that's like, that's like the biggest talking point on thunder Twitter that night. It was, it was, the, that was the, uh, it was like the five 30 tip off, I believe, or four yes. thirty tip off. And so it didn't end until like seven on Christmas night. And so every thunder fan in, in America is ending their Christmas night raving about, did you see how locked in Russ looked on defense for the last three possessions? And Oh my goodness, this looks so awesome. Uh, and then we know what happened the rest of the season, but uh, that was another really, really cool moment for me. I'll, I'll throw out um, the lob in, from, uh, in L.A. with Miami when it was D-Wade to LeBron and those like the shirt jerseys. I think they were all white that year. No, they had all red. The Lakers were in all white, which is that type of stuff. And then the yearly tradition, I think he broke it last year, of Steph Curry just not being good on Christmas. It, it's a weird thing, but Christmas basketball is always fun because you get all the eyes on that. I know we'll get some football games this year. It feels like they're kind of trying to... In, Croach on that territory but basketball christmas stuff is fun it, it's going to be fun once we get basketball in oklahoma city on christmas once again and i think that we're going to get basketball on christmas in oklahoma city once again next christmas i think this is the last christmas where you can really enjoy it uh without the thunder on television without the thunder uh you know making us work or anything would you agree that like next year is the step or is it a little bit pre- too premature i think next year's the step uh, you have a lot of teams aging out, but some teams are going to move in. Some are going to move out. I mean, you have the Knicks are going to play on Christmas. I would guess the Lakers are going to play on Christmas, but like Minnesota is going to have to move in at some point. They're fun. They're top of the West. So let, let's just run through it in the West. You'll have Dallas, uh, Minnesota, the Lakers, Denver. So I don't know how many slots there are, but I think that they will try to get the thunder in if they can. Uh, but I'm more interested in who you want to see them play. Yeah. So feasibly, like logistically, I think that you're right of like they, the Thunder get fit in easier because of where they're at logistically of they're in Denver's division. So like they're, the NBA is going to need a 930 tip and Denver or Phoenix or a team like that is the easiest 930 tip to put out there because even though the Lakers do play on the West coast. I, I know where LA is at. They're not going to put the Lakers at nine 30 on Christmas. No. The Lakers are going to get one of those prime spots either playing at three or playing at seven. They're going to get one of those prime spots. So that is a quote unquote waste. So to say of a West coast team. And so the thunder being able to play Denver multiple times in the season, of course, and, and all that, all that goes in logistically to scheduling Denver uh, and Phoenix and stuff, 
that helps them. However, who I would pick just like just throwing throwing opponents out there. One would be Dallas. I think that the, the Dallas games are always fun. You're going to have Luca on Christmas Day, so you can throw Luca and OKC together uh, in a Christmas Day matchup. If you want to get really zany and really wacky, the Pacers with like Halliburton versus Shea and like how up and down both teams love to play, that could be a 200 to 195 game. That'd be that'd be a lot of fun, I think. So those are the two that instantly jumped out to me. Uh, is there a juicier matchup that that I'm leaving on the bone here for, for this uh, potential Christmas Day return? I think the two in their division with Minnesota and Denver could be really interesting. I like the Mavs. That was another one of my choices. And then um, who knows how rapidly they'll improve, but Victor Chet on Christmas, it's hard to beat. And then my NBA nerd pick is out east, and that is the Orlando Magic, who I think is just one of the more fun teams in the league. But you caught my attention with Indiana. That wasn't the team I considered, but there are a lot of great options. And um, I think Thunder fans all over are going to be happy no matter who they play as long as they get to play on Christmas. Yeah, I think they will play on Christmas. And I do think it, it would be like Denver or maybe a Phoenix because of, like we said, logistically, the Thunder are one of the teams that can play late and, and can, and even can, they can start their home games late if it was going to be a game in OKC. I would imagine that th- this initial season will be would be a road Christmas Day game, but you never know. The Thunder uh, you know, could be so good and the NBA could always surprise you. But either way, I would be... I'd be fairly shocked if we get to August and the schedule comes out and there's no Christmas day game for the thunder. I think that this is the last year of a Christmas hiatus and that in and of itself is pretty impressive. And I think that that can jump board the conversation of where the thunder are at right now of like, they're not only good, but they're like, they're like insanely good of there's other good teams who don't get to play on Christmas. And you went through a whole era where like you were a, you were a sit down at the table. You knew they were going to play on Christmas type of era with KD and Russ in them. And even that is rejuvenating again. We're like, you're not only good, but you have some of the most exciting young players in the sport that the sport wants to showcase and is going to want to once again, like clockwork put on their grand stages. They have a few grand stages every year, like Christmas, like MLK day where everybody's at home and and it's just basketball on and fellowship and everything else. Like they have these these marquee days where they have to own the TV market. And part of owning the TV market is putting a team from Oklahoma city on there again, which is pretty special. Yeah. You want to advertise your young and upcoming teams that are going to be, you know, uh, one of the main storylines of the league for a very long time. And like you mentioned about how lucky we have been in Oklahoma city to get all these Christmas games. I know how long it goes back where they've been playing these games, but there are certain franchises who haven't had a game, ever or in 15 years or something like Charlotte. I I doubt they've had a game. I doubt Detroit has had a game in a long time. I doubt that Atlanta or Utah or maybe Portland did a few years ago with Dame and like that late um, hour shift, but it's, it's very, very cool to play on Christmas and it might be something that's a trend for the thunder going forward. But I think being without it for the last couple of years and now getting it back, I think will make, fans be a little bit more grateful to have it back in because it is it is one of those cool things of being showcased this is the nba's version of like the new york uh, six the new year's six bowl yeah this is the the important date on the nba calendar this is their money making date you can make some money with our good friends over at price picks folks price picks is awesome 
Go to pricepicks.com slash LockedInMBA. It's available here in Oklahoma. And what PrizePix is, is daily fantasy sports made easy. All you got to do is build your card and it has to be two to six players. And then you just project. Will they have more or less than their prize pick projection? So for example, you can have SGA more or less than 35 and a half points. You're going to have, uh, you know, Jalen Williams more or less than six and a half points. And you can go and build out this card and you can even do cross sports. You can do some NBA guys mixed with some NFL guys mixed with some NHL guys. You can build a whole kind of smorgasbord of entry here uh, at price picks. And my favorite part about it is if you only care about the NBA, well, you know, the NBA, sometimes guys are just randomly going to pop up on the injury report and you might set your, your card, so to say in at noon, but then come six 30, now all of a sudden somebody that you had in your lineup is now not playing. That's okay because they have this reboot policy that takes care of you. It's the only daily fantasy sports platform with that injury insurance policy. So check it out today at Price Picks. Go there right now, pricepicks.com slash locked in NBA. Use code locked in NBA for that first deposit matchup to $100. It's that first deposit matchup to $100 with our good friends over at pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you. Zach and Thunder Basketball. Michael, let's build the perfect Christmas. My song, I've already let it out the bag. Blue Christmas by Elvis. What is your number one Christmas song? That's a great question. All the ones I'm thinking of are not very serious right now. I'll just go dreaming of a white Christmas. I think that's that's a classic one. Okay, that's a classic. Wait, were, were, you, were you thinking of Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer or what? No, not that. It's more like pop of like new ones okay. now. And it's okay. just because I saw it on like TikTok or something like that. But I'll, I'll go with the classics. I mean, those are the ones that really hit you deep more than the ones that might have a little bit more of a, of a beat to them. Okay, I, I respect that. My movie was also let out of the bag, Christmas Vacation. Uh, it was my favorite movie. What is yours? I'll go with Elf. I mean, you want to laugh for Christmas. You want to have the the story of Christmas. You want to have all these things. And Elf is just the perfect one where it can hit the kids. It can hit the adults. It's it's a fun time all around. Uh, can't get over, can't do much better than Will Ferrell. It's been a staple in the Martin family household. So it holds a special place in my heart. I'm going to go with Elf. I like that. I like that. Now, this is going to be a trifecta. Whew. You get a treat, you get a drink, and you get an activity. My treat, I think fudge is like the best thing to have or in, in the Christmas baking scene. Fudge, my drink is going to be hot chocolate. My activity is going to be going to look at Christmas lights. Like, I think that that is awesome. I, I still enjoy it, even though, yes, they're just lights. I still enjoy it. What would be your trifecta drink treat activity? Drink, I'll go with hot chocolate, which uh, the Thunder have been nice enough to give to us at these games, which has been very, very nice of them activity i'll go with sledding i mean we don't get a lot of snow here but when we do it's it can be fun for a few days we're going sledding you just get to go uh be dumb and act like a kid and go down on these slides you can 
do it you can body surf it down you can use like a trash can lid i don't know how expensive we're going here sledding wise and then as far as a treat i'm not a candy cane guy like j-dub was in the other press conference room the other day but i like the candy canes that are like candy flavored like sweet tarts and other things Mm -hmm. but i don't like the traditional cinnamon that makes sense fair enough No, no peppermint for you but you do like the the jolly rancher canes and things like that michael this has been a lot of fun. The Thunder clearly have been on the nice list for the NBA. How legit are they moving forward? How 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 good is this Thunder team? We we can talk a lot about how good their future you know prospects are, but this team, how good is it? I think they're very very solid. I mean, I was looking up their record earlier, and this is a stat that I'm going to put out later. Is the only other time that they've gone 17 and eight or better. They've gone to the conference finals, I think, three times, the finals once, and then they've had a first-round exit once and a second-round exit once. So they, they are on good pace. I think a lot of it's going to be matchup-dependent. We're knocking on wood and just assuming good health. But the ceiling is a in a perfect bracket where you get all the right matchups, I think, is the conference finals. But I think this is a team that, at a minimum, is going to compete and push whoever they play in the first round to six or seven games, at a minimum. That would be fantastic to see the Thunder get their first playoff series win since the Kevin Durant left. Michael, I've been saying this this Thunder team, again, health permitting, duh, is a home court advantage team, even the tough Western Conference. Are you there yet? Are you where? Are you like, hey, this is a top four team in the West already? I think so. I mean, I think that they have a healthier track record and you knock on wood like we talked about. And I think there are also just teams under them that just don't really care about home court all that much. You have your Clippers, your Suns, and other ones. Denver's kind of coasting. Sacramento's trying really hard. Then you have a lot of teams in limbo. So who knows? I mean, any of these teams are just an ankle turn away from a really bad stretch over the next 10 games. But I really like what they're doing, and it feels some, like something they can that's very repeatable, especially with the rim protection with Chet. And then offensively, if you have Shea, you're going to be fine. So as long as those guys are on the floor and playing, I have a lot of confidence in them, and they have a pretty nice uh, cushion and margin for error with this great start, which is not traditionally what we see in Oklahoma City where you get to the second half of the schedule and you're like, a lot of things have to break right. This time you have a little bit more grace. Yeah, especially for a January stretch that's going to have some back-to-backs and a lot of crammedness to it. Michael, let them know where they can find you. What a great Christmas pod this was. Uh, I'm sure that no one will be offended by Bruce Springsteen singing, but Michael, let them know where they can find all your stuff. True meaning of Christmas right here. I I think that you should replace your favorite Christmas movie with just watching this every year. That's personally what I will be doing. But you can find my stuff at Michael on Sports on Twitter. I work for Sellout, as uh, Ryan mentioned. Um, I have a podcast coming out soon with John Hammer. We talked about some big trade deals, including Lori Markin and Kyle Kuzma and others just kind of debating from which side if it would work if it would not work so if you're into trades and you're talking about the thunder's assets that'll be coming out soon um i don't know when this will be a release but maybe thursday or friday of this week the 21st or 22nd that'll come out you can go listen to that right now and enjoy the rest of your christmas folks until then thank you michael for joining us and be good and be good to one another hey prime members You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.